మాణిక్ భాషలో వర్కే హలో దేర్ అండ్ బి వెల్కమ్ యూ వన్స్ అగైన్ టు ది ఇంటర్మిషన్ పాడ్కాస్ట్ వేర్ నరేంద్ర ఎకే డోడి అండ్ ఐ నితిన్ సుందర్ డిస్కస్ ఆల్ థింగ్స్ కాంటెంట్ హలో నరేన్ గ్రేట్ టు బి చాటింగ్ విత్ యూ వన్స్ అగైన్ వాట్ హెవ్ యూ బీన్ అప్ టు రీసెంట్లీ వి గో థ్రూ దిస్ ఎవ్రీ టైమ్ వచ్చా ఎన్ పేరు నరేన్ ఎనికి ఎన్నోడు పేరు ఇరుకు ఎపిక్ మ్యాక్స్ ఎపిక్ మ్యాక్స్ Dodi Naren Basha bhai why don't you please yeah. tell us what today's episode is going to be about so we are going to pay tribute to the one and only superstar whose birthday is on December 12th we are going to be celebrating his birthday today with one of his great super hits Basha aya em peru manikyam enik innor peru irukke so that was like the perfect intro and the intermission podcast dedicates this episode to celebrating the awesomeness that is rajnikanth why don't you uh, set the stage a little bit what was we're going to be talking about basha right so what was happening in 1995 in the tamil industry what was happening with rajni uh, was he on a rise was he on a fall what was happening with everybody else can you set the scene for us before we get into basha itself Absolutely right. I grew up in Chennai in the 90s. In 1995, I was in class 5, bang in the middle, I should say, of uh, the absolute zenith of Rajini's stardom. He's obviously had a, a massive career as a superstar. But if you were to sort of chart the graph of Rajini's career, I would say 1995, soon after when Basha released, was probably the absolute peak of it. There were obviously, mm-hmm. you know, huge, huge faces before and after that. But that, I think, was the absolute zenith. people from tamil nadu will all have their own stories of growing up with rajni right but this yeah. is what i remember back then even as a 10 year old you always had two camps in school you had the rajni fans and you had the kamal fans athimonaila butti parakudhu pagai illadavangalukulla yuddha vedikudhu appam pillayagra pillaye appana irukra aabathu alagagudhu kaalam thegachu pogudhu idhellam meeriyo oru mukkiyamaana kelvi thokki nikkudhu ungalukku rajni pidiyuma kamal pidiyuma besh so I, i was what 10 years old at that stage this is mm-hmm. the kind of discussion amongst boys of my age during class break sitting in the back you know we're all having arguments are you a kamal fan you loser fights would break out right are you a rajni <laughs> fan uh, where is your class right yeah. it is very simple if you were a kamal fan you were cool and classy uh, you were high bro you were refined and you had good taste right mm-hmm. but you were also in the minority if you were a rajni fan you were one of the masses you were a son of the soil you were as local as local gets as a school kid i must say i fell into the kamal camp to rt versus masi uh, rt yes over masi i used to be at the forefront of these fights by the way defending kamal hasan and why he was better he could he could dance he could sing he could do so much more rajni was just you know at the end of the day uh, punchline and funky mannerisms and all that i was in general massively outnumbered and then basha came during a phase when rajnikanth's uh, you know filmography was very much veering towards the superstar cult right and mm-hmm. uh, i think every movie that he was being a part of was was i would say progressively getting bigger and bigger and more ambitious than the previous one yeah looking back i would say it definitely would be in my top 3 rajnikanth movies right i'm not even sure what the other two would be but mm-hmm. basha would definitely be probably my top rajni film across that career 
that's the context in which uh, basha came out massive success i think it had a digital re-release a couple of years back that also was a massive success right people yeah. this was pre covid people went back to the theaters lots of people who are such as me i would say who are probably in their 30s 40s 50s now uh, going back to the theaters and reliving their experience of watching basha when it first came um, and it was a, it was a huge hit all over again that's what the scene was like in 1995 what do you recall of that era let me go a little further behind actually not being uh, tamilian and not having uh, lived in chennai so when i was a kid uh, back in dubai um, i think my first real recollection of rajnikanth beyond knowing that he was a tamil uh, superstar i think the first time i came across him was largely through his hindi movies uh there was a hindi movie called uh, giraftar have you heard of this movie i have uh, heard of giraftar is that uh, yeah he's the he, it's that's the movie with him and sunny deol right no no oh, that's, that's another one. i remember that also okay fine but no 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 him and yeah. sunny is uh, chalbas which is ah, the right. uh, shri devi yeah. double role the standard sita aur geeta one which i've watched actually it's a fun ah. movie i watched it recently yeah. Yeah, yeah so he's the one in the poor shri devi's uh, right. uh, side yeah so so giraftar has Amitabh, hmm. Rajni, and as Amitabh's brother, younger brother, want to guess? Uh, Kamal Hassan. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> This is that movie. So Rajni doesn't have much of a role here. He's actually his. Uh, he plays the Anwar Basha to uh, ah. Amitabh in this. So he's there in the first half. He gets killed by the villain, and uh, Amitabh goes to the uh, goes to jail and finally takes revenge for him. Who's the same villain that the family is battling anyway? Whatever, etc. <laughs> He's a cop, and he does the whole uh, cigarette thing and all of that. And I remember right. that. So that I know as a trademark move. Um, I think Giraftar was one. Of course, Chalbaz, like we spoke about, Andha Kanun. Much, much later, one more movie that we'll talk about. I think in more detail yeah. as we speak about Basha. Uh, during uh, my school years, it was largely this. I didn't actually have access to any of his Tamil movies. I think I may have seen one or two. You know, when a neighbor. Said, yeah. oh, you should watch this movie, and they gave us, you know, a VHS of it, and we would watch it. But it wouldn't make much sense. We would just like watch for <laughs> the overall. Like we wouldn't get the yeah. dialogue, yeah. but we would watch the overall. Listen again. There, I suspect I've probably seen a few more Kamal movies than Rajni movies at that time. I th- I'm fairly certain I saw Nayagan as a kid when it yeah. came out. Good man, um, you're you're from my camp. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Once I went to uh, college. and i was in chennai i think then is when things started changing i started to of course understand a bit of tamil i uh, saw the whole uh, these two camps of kamal versus rajni because he had a lot of local uh, classmates as well from chennai and we started watching movies in the theaters and everything else so i think from there is when i really started to get to know yeah. about rajni obviously it's a little later it's post 97 and uh, many years later of course you worked at utv and you were on the other side of the film business uh, at i would say probably at a very interesting time in indian cinema yeah. around the years of 2010 types right so yeah. any did rajnikanth come up in any conversations then uh, yeah so i was uh, i was in bollywood from about 2008 to 11 and then a little longer after that as well uh, peripherally it was 2010 and i remember very distinctly when endiran came out you know it got this huge worldwide release and people are projecting all sorts of numbers from it we look at what's going to happen the next month the next two months the next three months we're always tracking what else is happening in the industry like competition tracking right endiran was really throwing numbers off for everyone and yeah. i think it's everybody in bombay knew 
of the phenomenon that was Rajnikanth, but had not paid attention to it or given it its due. It was Enderan really that got everybody to sit up and notice and say, okay, these, this is not just numbers from one small state. This is actually because the international numbers really went yeah. skyrocketing during the Enderan days. And I used to handle international markets at that point. So a lot of conversations used to go around this. I was kind of the token South Indian in the uh, office. I used to get asked all the questions about Rajni and not that I knew a lot more than anyone else, but uh, definitely more than anyone else. And I think it was Enderin that really changed the perception of uh, Rajni in uh, Bombay. I, I would say in some sense that was the start of changing the perception overall towards the South as well. Because after that is when, you know, even all the other Telugu movies also. And generally explaining the phenomenon of South Indian movies as distinct from Bollywood. I remember having that conversation with an American uh, uh, person at that point. And uh, explaining that uh, there's uh, a specific type of hero worship and craze and right. following that happens. The two big languages for uh, movies, at least Tamil and Telugu, that you may or may not see in specific Bollywood. Yeah, we should get to that phase of Rajni's career because I interestingly feel that his sway on the Tamil audience actually was already very much on the wane by around yes. uh, 2010, right? Because you have Ajit and Vijay who dominate the box office. The Rajni Kamal era was truly over by the Yeah, he had still... already aged out. And in fact, I remember out. some people in my office looking at uh, publicity photos of Rajni, which would be him in a press conference and he's looking like he looks, yeah. right? Yeah. Not like made up and it's like, what is happening? This Who's guy, he's so yeah. old, whatever. Yeah. Which is and part like, of the story as well, yeah. Yeah, but I remember telling them, like, we know how some of our stars look and the kind of uh, makeup they put just to come out in a yeah. press conference as well. It's one thing to be on the screen, it's another thing to be uh, uh, yourself in person. And uh, they embrace it a lot more uh, yes. down there. Rajni has embraced it fully as compared to any of the big stars that we see in yeah. Bollywood. And this guy here is just like, this is who I am, take it yeah. or leave it. Yeah. And, you know, my movie persona is different from my own persona. Which is not something that they've really done in, at least had really done in Bollywood at that point where there was a distinction between uh, uh, star on screen versus star in person. And and that's part of the reason why people love Rajni. Yep. You're also right that in general in South India, I think even the big stars, things are probably changing now. But even now, if you see uh, Vijay Sethupati, for instance, at an awards function, he's probably wearing, you know, <laughs> yeah. floaters and, and some yeah. ripped jeans. Though I think Vijay Sethupati potentially, uh, any case, an outlier. I guess the question would be, would uh, Ajit or Surya or whatever look more casual? And they they do. Sure. In, to, in a sense, yes, if you compare yeah. them with Bollywood, they definitely yeah, yeah. Uh, are a little more casual. Right? There's this whole joke. <laughs> if you show up at a South Indian wedding, there will be, always be a few guys who have just shown up in T-shirts with, you know, chappals on it. It is just a way. <laughs> it is just a thing. It's a thing in yeah. the South, right? And obviously, Rajni takes it to the next level. <laughs> Talking about Basha or talking about Rajni, you really have to start the story right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. How Rajni came into the into movies itself is very interesting, right? When yeah. he first appeared, I think uh, in the late seventies in a in a film, and as would many of his initial movies be, this also was actually a Kamal Hassan movie where Rajni was playing a role. And and Rajni himself has said this in many interviews. By mm-hmm. the time he had entered movies in seventies in the seventies, Kamal was already a big star, and Rajni Khan got this ten minute role. In a K. Balachandar mm. movie called Aburvaragangal, right? And the way he, mm. yeah. his, his very first scene, he comes in the last 10-15 minutes of the movie, right? He's like a surprise addition to the movie. So he's the 
heroine's ex-husband whom uh, ah, okay. who's, who's comes back in and what was interesting about Rajnikanth's appearance in the movie is the way he actually makes an entrance right he throws open <laughs> gates and walks into the house which by the way is a scene that was uh, reprised in uh, Peta uh, a few mm-hmm. years back which had a lot okay. of throwbacks to older Rajni yeah. movies yeah so Rajni had uh, been sort of discovered by K Balachandar right he was at the Chennai mm-hmm. Film Institute Balachandar noticed this uh, young extremely inventive looking mm-hmm. chap who could you know do mannerisms and had a very distinctive mm-hmm. style of talking walking etc he being the visionary that he is probably noticed something in this guy this this person who doesn't conform to any sort of rule as to what a conventional hero should look like initially rajnikanth wasn't thought of as hero material either in fact uh, his name is original name is shivaji rao gekwad right yeah and the first thing balachandar did was to tell rajni that he needs a different name right and he actually mm. gave him three names he gave him chandrakant suryakant and rajnikant which are oh, all wow. characters from a play uh, written by k balachandar which wow. has also been made into a movie called uh, major chandrakant i believe right mm. um, and rajni of the three chose rajnikant to be his name the character mm-hmm. rajnikant in the play is someone with dark shades but rajnikant picked that character mm-hmm. as the standout one it is also the most unusual of the three names if you think about it right i would like come yeah. across people named rajnikant after <laughs> rajnikant became a thing it's yeah. not like your name sachin or virat or whatever right those yeah. are still common names but yeah. rajnikant is rajnikant that's where he came and uh, there is this again is another story narrated by rajni right a lot of those early movies were balachandar movies where kamal mm-hmm. was the hero rajni was either kamal's friend or the antagonist mm-hmm. or you know the sidekick or uh, comic yeah. relief Hmm. and apparently when uh, kamal was rehearsing or shooting uh, kb would tell rajni like avana paathu padi learn from him look at him learn <laughs> how to act from him and that's yeah. what i want you to do i believe they did about 17 or 18 movies together and some of them are very very memorable uh, movies i think we have referenced one or two of them yeah. in our podcast in the past nenaitale nikum where yeah. uh, you know the 10 cigarette yeah. flicks happens Six. for instance and there is avalapaditan there is avargal uh, mm-hmm. bunch of other movies right padinar vaidinile etc he did yeah. a bunch of villain roles also right out yes. and out villain roles well. absolutely yeah. apparently at at one stage kamal hasan told rajnikant we need to now go our separate ways uh, oh. because if you don't that's going mm-hmm. to stunt your growth because yeah. you will always remain you know the second hero or the sidekick you obviously mm-hmm. are big enough now to be yeah. uh, your own hero and rajni by the way uh, to be frank was already doing those kinds of movies mm-hmm. right he was already mm-hmm. becoming a star in his own right he had started playing yeah. the hero separately as well but kamal said we need to uh, you know put our foot down mm-hmm. and tell producers and tell directors that we won't appear together in movies mm-hmm. because they will then they will otherwise split our remuneration and the fame mm-hmm. that is due to us and rajni yeah. Uh, being the magnanimous person that he is in public very often credits kamal hasan for hmm. for doing that because otherwise yeah. this was a very comfortable sort of uh, niche for him hmm. to continue to operate in and then of course rajni would go on to become arguably uh, not arguably also i think all the numbers would bear it out yeah. definitely the bigger star the other thing that's interesting is the sort of trajectories that the their careers took right so mm-hmm. when Ka, when rajni came into cinema which was in the 70s uh, even the la- early 80s right that was peak kamal hasan period right he was playing the the regular superstar you could say right he was playing the romantic hero the guy that the girls would want to take home to their mother and rajni had to get noticed right he had to find out his own niche which he did come the 80s is when kamal hasan actually slowly started to break away from that mold you had a moonram birai uh, sadma in 1983 mm-hmm. which won the national award you had mm-hmm. nayagan later you had uh, yeah. aburva sagodara girl and mm-hmm. uh, i would say pesum padam etc which are all more yeah. experimental unconventional movies other than again it was uh, pesum padam which came out as uh, pushpak 
course. Because the other one we'd seen, so we knew. So that, is, it, yeah. that is the one movie which did not require subtitles and hence <laughs> traveled well across, across the country. Yeah. Kamal was going into this phase where he was starting to do more of uh, the experimental kind of stuff. I have already made my cash and I made my name yeah. as a regular actor or conventional actor. Maybe now yeah. I'll do my experiments. I'll start doing yeah. things that Bound are you know, more... I'll I'll push yeah. the boundary which by the way is how every regular south indian actor has broadly functioned right and i'll take the mm-hmm. example of say danush for instance mm-hmm. established himself as a regular star doing the regular kind of role beating up baddies and all of that right the the quintessential masala movies and it's now i would say in the last 10 years that danush has started pushing the boundary it's the exact opposite with rajni right <laughs> if you look at the early part of his career all those movies that i mentioned that he did with kamal hasan right if you watch them now kamal hasan is actually insufferable in those he's playing <laughs> the same role again and again right he has very similar set of stock mannerisms yeah. that he's using yeah. uh, he's obviously playing the romantic hero right kadal mannan yeah. was the uh, mm. phrase that was used for kamal yeah. hasan so he's always that uh, person that the girl is pining for he's doing his usual stuff yeah. rajni in every movie is coming up and doing en- entirely new stuff right mm. like is bringing so much of energy onto the yeah. uh, onto the screen the way he delivers mm-hmm. dialogue is so different there are there are bunch of these monologues and there are clips on youtube which we should probably uh, uh, splice into this podcast in the liberty equality edume enak theriyadu ana onnu rasikapada vendiyadu rusikapada vendiyadu rendu dhaan onnu madhu innonnu maadhu pirappaliyum sari palakka valakkathiliyum sari ஒன்னும்ிக்கவேடியாது <laughs> and then a couple of movies clicked and became super hits i think murattu kalai probably was mm-hmm. one of the first movies that broke through for him and then he started getting typecast right and he went into yeah. that phase i would say probably late 80s all the way up to padayappa which came end of uh, 90s yeah 99 or 2000 mm-hmm. is when padayappa mm-hmm. came and and onward also i don't think that uh, the trope changed but i think yeah. the glory run really for rajni was those years i, I would say the mm-hmm. 12 13 years from the late 80s to 2000 yeah. and basha came bang in the middle of that in fact mm-hmm. on either side of basha right you had a bunch of movies you had annamalai you had muthu yeah. you had padayappa muthu. like i mentioned etc all of those have very very similarish storylines also mm-hmm. and uh, rajnikanth pretty much plays the same role in each of those yes there would be one new punchline each time uh, mm-hmm. there would be one new mannerism each time mm-hmm. but if you actually look at these two, if you watch annamalai and muttu right and you mm-hmm. you change a few details around they're broadly the same movie <laughs> and and you will yeah. see that repeating right padayappa is again similar mm-hmm. linga which came much later very yeah. very similar storyline mm-hmm. he's often playing you know that the poor uh, lovable simpleton who is a uh, man servant of of a mm-hmm. very rich zamindar yeah. type those, yeah. person uh, and then through circumstance or due to some part of his lineage that was hidden he realizes that he's actually you know a wealthy successor to a to yeah. a big family and then you know he gets to don that mantle right so mm-hmm. it is that it is rags to riches story but in a slightly yeah. different way right and there was also this growing tiredness with kamal hasan not just mm-hmm. as a actor in fact i don't think so much as an actor but as a person as the personality that kamal hasan was a he mm-hmm. was he was a brahmin by birth 
which yeah. doesn't sit well with dravidian ideologies right uh, yeah. in tamil nadu this matters a lot i don't want to go out of my depth or sound out of my depth here so some of this might be a surface level reading but it is also basis things i have also you know grown up in chennai and spoken to a lot yeah. of people and mm-hmm. and this the sort of stuff that people would say right and i have noticed that there was always a little bit of a hatred for kamal hasan amongst mm-hmm. the staunch brahmin communities despite the fact that he was a brahmin so the dravidians didn't like him because he was born yeah. a brahmin the brahmins mm-hmm. don't like him because he's a self professed atheist and a rationalist mm-hmm. right and yeah. Uh, yeah he didn't conform to the idea of a family man right he was married a mm-hmm. uh, couple yeah. of times divorced had kids mm-hmm. out of wedlock uh, yeah, his yeah. movies on screen pushed the boundaries of what was acceptable to family audience there is this whole thing about oh kamal movies will have a kissing scene <laughs> it used yeah. to be a it used to be a joke he will kiss everyone on screen right? i don't think <laughs> uh, all of this right? so there was this resentment uh, I, i guess there was space for a son of the soil man of the masses who mm-hmm. could speak directly to the people represent their problems uh, look like them larger than yeah. life but also in real life very spiritual very humble simple mm-hmm. dress simple turn with yeah. no makeup in public as you pointed out right and so rajini yeah. ticked all of these boxes and literally yeah, came yeah. to embody that that role or uh, that persona right that that kind of always happens in all sorts of the uh, movie industries that right? you somebody picks a persona and yeah. then that leaves space for if you pick one side of the persona it leaves space for somebody else to fill in yes uh, another uh, role or another space Shahrukh versus uh, Amir versus uh, Salman. Uh, yeah, Salman is Masi. Amir is the thinking guy's hero. Shahrukh used to be the romantic guy, but now he's like floundering and trying to figure out what yeah. what he needs to be. Tom Hanks versus Tom Cruise. There's always been this kind of thing, right? Paul Newman versus Robert yeah. Redford. When it comes to movies, because they're so larger than life, I think you want to see both sides. One is you want to see yourself reflected, and the other yeah. is you want to see something so new and something so different that. you can't even imagine what it could have been so there's always this True. at yes. least larger two poles and then there are a lot of little like positions in between that people yeah. can take and it also uh, speaks in a sense to the innate us versus them mentality that that yes. is just ingrained into human psyche right yeah. it's not good enough to have one superstar which who everyone can back and everyone can uh, yeah. get behind it always helps to have an antagonist <laughs> at least in your mind yeah. right yeah. so so you want to say that obviously rajni and kamal huge rivals uh, very mm-hmm. unusually also have always been very very good friends these two careers have run in parallel and continue to run in parallel uh, so many parallels between them right so yeah. rajini was always the more political of the two initially mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, i think right from the 90s where you know there was this throwaway comment he made about uh, jayalalitha which swayed the election mm-hmm. and actually turned mm-hmm. that election in dmk's favor Uh, in the late 90s and there was some history there already between jayalalitha and uh, rajnikanth coincidentally mm-hmm. neighbors at poes garden uh, i think Poet there are stories garden. that say that uh, when uh, jayalalitha's uh, convoy would come into poes garden it would create uh, mm. you know traffic jams mm. uh, outside rajnikanth's residence which he was not happy about uh, <laughs> and uh, so, so yeah resentment sparked from all all sorts of quarters yeah as yeah, it transpired kamal hasan out of the blue got into politics as well and yeah. uh, Uh, also in, in fact went and uh, stood in the elections and did all kinds of stuff and bombed spectacularly <laughs> at the elections the, not for want of trying though yeah, rajnikanth yeah. meanwhile has uh, been dithering this way and that way and mm-hmm. i think the moment has now passed i think uh, yeah. the sway he had on the public which i think really peaked in the late 2000 i think padayappa was probably the absolute yeah. peak mm-hmm. of uh, rajnikanth's powers as someone who could influence uh, things yeah. in tamil nadu and uh, yeah that which is why it's interesting that he broke through into bollywood and uh, you know the more global conscious yeah. consciousness uh, 
uh, in the late uh, 20 2000s really closer to 2010 mm-hmm. when indiran happened yeah. because that really was the i would say the last wind of rajnikanth's yeah career right because post padepa you had this phase where you know baba was a flop and he had a bunch of his health issues came to roost uh, he had very few movies actually in the first half of the mm-hmm. 2000s couple of them did not do well uh, then he did chandramukhi which was a success that brought him back indiran and before that shivaji really was that yeah. final lease of life right and yeah that movie broke through yeah that's that's this uh, there's this phase where uh, the hero who's uh, stayed on top for too long has aged out but doesn't want to age out on screen or whatever and the, the, even amitabh went through that stage there was a string of movies i would say in the late 90s yeah, before he yeah until he embraced the old age now rajni also has publicly embraced it and in the movie still people want him to be young but at least the new set of movies have him as a older young man older wiser young <laughs> man yeah yeah past the flashback young man but then uh, older guy uh, as the main character right so yeah. if i think for amitabh it was basically getting kbc and doing uh, yeah he became he did kbc and he entered everybody's homes it was big for a tv uh, for a movie star to do tv or whatever but uh, i think he had such a big string of flops and didn't really have a sense of identity yeah uh, for that time uh, for the 90s that yeah. uh, it took uh, getting into kbc and then doing a few movies with the new bearded i'm an older man and yeah. play the dad i'll they can still be the hero but yeah their uh, the character and, and there are a the bunch character. of movies which actually the best phase of amitabh's career probably came after that right? at least a lot of the amitabh movies that i have actually watched are your uh, black and uh, sarkar yeah. and those kind yeah, of yeah. movies where he really shines right he comes yeah. into so obviously the trappings of superstardom are not really holding him back yeah. but you're still like using the iconography you're still Absolutely. using all of that and yeah. you can now relax a bit more and your persona can do a lot more work I guess now with uh, what is the one set in Malaysia that's where I yeah. feel like uh, Kabali right yeah Kabali I think from Kabali onwards is uh, another phase uh, it was yeah so actually if we trace that through line right you had Shivaji in 2007 which yeah. again I think after Basha you could say it was the next big spike Basha Padayappa yeah. phase ke baad it was yeah. the next big spike in his career mm-hmm. uh, and then Endiran right Shankar obviously was able to yeah. reimagine by the way uh, yeah. interesting aside for you do you know who was originally supposed to play Chitty the robot in Endiran many many years back and there are even uh, stills costume stills that were done by Shankar uh, in 2000 Ooh. with Kamal Hasan playing uh, the robot uh, that was oh, the original wow. plan okay. yeah and ah. Preeti Zinta and not Aishwarya Rai was supposed to mm-hmm. be the uh mm-hmm. female interest for some reason uh, that movie went yeah. into the back burner back then mm-hmm. and later got revived with uh, with rajni and i don't know if you're also aware uh, the when 2.0 came out uh, yeah before 2.0 came out obviously with akshay kumar playing the mm-hmm. antagonist yeah there were talks that kamal hasan would play the antagonist in 2.0 oh. right which uh, oh, sure. I, i don't think it went very far because they were very clear that uh, i don't think kamal hasan was going to play yeah, the yeah, villain sure to rajni's hero but uh, it yeah. would have been it would have been fun you had shivaji and indiran which gave that you know late resurgence right almost like sachin tendulkar after 2007 having that late career resurgence which nobody saw coming that's the same thing that happened with those two movies for rajni and like you rightly said that's when he registered in bombay in a real yeah. big way as a pan indian mm-hmm. phenomenon and ambivalent or rather i have mixed feelings about what that uh, notice that rajnikanth got in bombay meant for rajnikanth as a star because first mm-hmm. like i said when i was growing up right uh, in the 90s it was never yeah. cool to like rajni 
suddenly post 2005 2006 it became very cool to like rajnikanth right mm-hmm. and uh, in a very affected sort of way it, it, not in an organic way at all right yeah, suddenly yeah. It became cool to be a rajni fan oh you're not a rajni fan then you're a loser right and uh, you had uh, obviously sharuk i, I have lot of yeah, lot, many things about sharuk khan that i like but one thing that mm-hmm. i will never be able to forgive <laughs> srk for is for appropriating rajnikanth not in one movie not in two movies but in three yeah, movies yeah. back to back right so you had mm-hmm. om shanti om you had yeah. uh, ra.1 obviously where mm-hmm. chitti just shows up pretty much yeah. to sell that movie uh, to yeah. uh, tamil audiences and you had this very irritating uh, expression that karina kapoor has where she sort of prays to uh, rajnikanth yeah. oh, talaver is here so we have to pray some <laughs> shit like that and then you had one more you had chennai express of course with that ridiculous yeah, yeah. song and everything song. right yes. now the laziest way you could appropriate rajnikanth but it made rajnikanth cool right and its own way it made it became mm-hmm. and it was funny right because i yeah. partly also feel that all of that happened in 2010 and not say in the mid 90s when it should have because the internet did not exist in the mid 90s yeah. you could not have watched a rajnikanth movie with subtitles like you said yeah. right in the yeah. 90s the country deserved to know at that point what a big phenomenon rajnikanth was because yeah. he was 10x the phenomenon yeah. back then than when you know this happened in 2010 or whatever that face was interesting but you could clearly see he was aging out right by then mm-hmm. you there, there were other movies that bombed well linga for instance he yeah. could not pull it off yeah. health problems were coming in mm-hmm. and then paranjit happened right uh, kabali yeah. and kala where he really embraces the aged uh, venerable old man role well mm-hmm. and also i would argue that while those Kapali were 15 uh yeah around 15, yeah 15. 2015 16 i think and uh, uh kala was 2018 right yeah. now both those movies are as much ranjit movies as they are rajnikanth movies and i mean mm-hmm. that in a positive way and they were they're both yeah. good films right kabali is a mm-hmm. is an interesting movie kala is an yeah. i would say an outright brilliant movie if i were to pick a top 3 of rajnikanth basha and kala would be in it i don't know what number 3 would be the best mm-hmm. bits of endran and shivaji would make it or maybe mundrumugam from the early over would make it for me it would be talapati which by the way is the other movie i'd seen when i yes, was when it course. came out yeah. talapati somebody yeah, another somebody put in front of us yeah. and said hello you have to watch talapati i remember <laughs> yeah. a neighbor coming home and saying here the vhs please watch this movie yeah. so i remember watching talapati also that was the other one i think talapati is a great movie a great maniratnam movie it's not too much of a rajnikanth movie for me yeah. because it doesn't in my opinion it doesn't make as much use of rajnikanth as uh, a lot mm-hmm. of uh, and in fact rajnikanth has something else to say so recently when ponian selvan's audio launch happened there's this huh. famous clip of rajnikanth talking about what it meant to work with maniratnam right and he goes mm-hmm. into this whole 10 minute monologue of showing up huh. on the set uh, for mm-hmm. talapati and it's hilarious by the way so rajni is obviously very self effacing in the way he talks about yeah. his his own acting and craft he's like yeah 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 so i showed up the way i always used to show up to movies right like i had my own costume i was wearing some shoes and i showed up there <laughs> the director came maniratnam came and looked at me looked at those shoes and said what is this this doesn't this is not in character at all right <laughs> and then rajni said okay like uh, some shoes that i had to wear like that shot didn't even have my footwear like how does it matter i, I just showed up right and then he was then he had explain how you know back then i used to have these talk expressions right you give mm. me emotion i would do this <laughs> like you laugh yeah, you yeah. do this like look angry mm-hmm. you cry i tried all those talk expressions with maniratnam and they were repeatedly going he was repeatedly yeah. asking me to do it again and again and again yeah. and i had so many takes and i didn't know how to actually get an okay from this director right his standards mm. were so high <laughs> Yeah. I, I don't know what to do so i went to kamal <laughs> because he would know <laughs> what i should do i asked him like what is this director is not giving an okay at all right and, and kamal apparently said yeah i knew i knew you will run into this because i faced the same issue when we were <laughs> shooting for nayagan <laughs> 
Talabati for me was an outlier. It didn't come across as a Rajnikanth movie. It's obviously mm-hmm. a great movie, of course. But yeah, Kala and Kabali unfortunately proved to be a false dawn because after that, last couple yeah. of movies were atrocious. Now they are, uh, yeah, they are back to doing even this Darbar and what I saw all of these. Yeah, Darbar and uh, Annata were like terrible, terrible movies, yeah. and I don't have much hope for the next one. Uh, they are back to the the bad period, the trying to act young but yes, not really exactly, returning yeah. to an old role yeah. and. Uh, to use a word that you used, uh, appropriate his uh, star persona from earlier and just yes. trying to uh, yeah. cut and paste it into uh, today's uh, yeah. milieu. With There's a point at which yeah. you can't even move that much. It's one thing to say you yeah. put makeup, but yeah. you're physically your body can't move. You know, it's a, yeah. it's not uh, easy. So I think uh, people need to find a way to use what he is today, which yeah. I think Paranjit did much better than any of the others so far have done. Yeah. Even though they've been in their own way, a couple of them have been the interesting directors. With Rajni, I think it's he's so big that it's difficult to not think big. You have to think big budget. You have to think. You, like, yeah. It's not possible for him to do a quiet, smaller, yeah, intimate story. I mean, even we saw that with Kuselan, right, where he was uh, yeah, literally a special appearance, and that movie got blown out of proportion and whatever else. So yeah, he's stuck in a situation where he. Even if he wanted to, I don't know that he does, but even if he wanted to, he's not going to be allowed or able to do something a bit more smaller, intimate and... Uh, I, uh, I don't think he can, he'll do well also in a smaller, intimate kind of role. He has to, I mean, if it is a Rajni movie, it has to be a Rajni movie. Yeah. Paranjit showed how it can be done because yes. in Kala, you've given him obviously a big role. You've given him a Rajni role. It has, you yeah. know, whistleworthy moments. Yeah. It has rain fight. Yeah. But again, it is also the vulnerable, older sort of uh, boss who has clearly seen all the battles in life, his battle yeah. scarred and everything. So there is a yeah. way to write... Rajnikanth into those kinds of roles, it takes it takes a steady hand though. <laughs> I don't know how many directors have the ability to do that. Intention and ability both. Yes. Maybe then it's time to talk about Basha, the absolute peak of uh, yes. Rajnikanth's oeuvre. Basha, 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 Basha. Dodi, uh, what are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. I, you had seen Basha before uh, this recording, right? And you'd seen it before yeah. as well, long back. Yeah, yeah, I'd seen it multiple times. I'm very, very familiar with Basha and uh, watched it again now. At the risk of this entire, uh, the rest of the podcast just being, holy shit, what an awesome movie. <laughs> what an awesome movie. Right? <laughs> it's it. just like yeah. nonstop. The movie slaps. It just it's keeps going. Slam dunk, uh, yeah. Yeah, the the reveals, the kind of teasing of uh, yeah. Basha, the character coming out, all of that just marvelously done. And yeah. uh, of course, uh, Rajni, like you said, at the peak of his uh, powers and people are waiting to see what will happen. I remember even uh, when Basha came out, the whole uh, auto thing. I didn't have much uh, uh, experience of Chennai in 1995, but I saw Basha in the vibe when I was still in school. I got hand uh, a hold of the VHS. And I watched it and uh, I remember the stories of like somebody had to give me even context saying that autos in Chennai and you know, the pricing and the <laughs> yes. like uh, a Tamil friend had to give me the context of that and then say that, you know, there was that whole story that after Basha came out, auto drivers for some time became, I don't know if that's apocryphal or true, but <laughs> they became a bit more amenable to reasonable pricing <laughs> and proper yeah. this thing because... Uh, if anything, the prices went up. <laughs> 
Fair. But yeah, the movie still slaps. Uh, yeah. Apart from the fact that it's uh, some of it is dated for obviously it's yeah. a good twenty plus year old movie. Uh, but apart from that, it works quite well. I have some issues with the climax, but yeah, yeah. and the fun is still the fun. Yeah. I also I don't know, and maybe you can shed a little bit of light for this. Um, were the songs really a big, big hit standalone away from the movie? They were. Nothing really catches like <laughs> style, style I can remember. Of course, the first autocar. Autocar, yes. No, all the songs actually. It was a very okay. successful album. Okay. And I, I would also because say it's a fairly inventive. It was a fairly inventive album. Because for that, at that point, I had already hit the uh, A R Rahman and the Rojas and all of that. So I used to listen to yeah. every A R Rahman album in '95-'96. So Roja onwards, literally heard every album for the first. Uh, Uh, five six years of uh, yeah, yeah. Rahman's character. So, uh, for me at least, even now when I was listening, the songs apart from "Style Style" and "Autocar" and I and the main theme, of course, didn't yeah. really hit. But yeah, we can get into that. What yeah. about you? One of Rajni's best movies. Uh, it's a movie that doesn't hasn't aged badly for me, like you said, right? Yeah. If you go back and watch most Indian movies from the mid nineties, yeah, yeah, they they really struggle, right? Like even I won't even like go back and watch Gentleman, for instance, right? Which was a path breaking movie when it came, roughly around the same time. Shankar's first movie. There are parts of Gentleman that look so outrageously uh, dated. now right and there's not even there's even true for movies that came in i would say in the mid 2000s by that standard you're right there are parts of basha that have aged badly but there is literally not a scene where rajnikanth is doing his thing which uh, doesn't work now right? doesn't it, work it, absolutely it, it absolutely still bangs yeah. we should also actually talk about the origins of basha to an extent right like uh, we did watch hum uh, we spoke mm-hmm. about another, other amitabh movies that uh, that yes. led to rajnikanth yeah, so movies the, yeah why don't you yeah. tell us more So, Hum, obviously, a big, big uh, um, movie for Bollywood, uh, especially with Juma Chuma and yeah. the whole idea of this tiger versus uh, Shekhar Bhaiya, which are huh. the two characters he plays as Basha versus uh, Manikam, um, and Rajni playing one of the brothers in uh, this thing as well. That's the movie I was referring to yeah. earlier. Uh, but yeah, Hum was a big hit. It was. Was it? I, I thought it was already one of those movies that bombed towards the end of Amitabh's hero run. I don't know, but that's what I was. No, nah, it. Hum was a big hit. Okay. Uh, but it was hitting that point. Uh, Hum also came out at a time when uh, the director of Hum is a guy called Mukulanand. He was also done uh, Agnipath is Mukulanand. He had. He was became the guy who was. I will write characters for Amitabh, and he will not just play Amitabh Bachchan. Okay, right? we are going to have a little bit of a story and a little bit of something. So, Ham came out in that time, and uh, of course, Duma Chuma was a huge hit. The big thing about Ham is also it's apart from being an Amitabh movie, it's clearly a multi-starer. It's got yeah. Rajni, it's got Govinda. They are very clearly playing second fiddle to uh, Amitabh. Amitabh. Yes. Yeah, but they are there, and you know, in the second half, they they pretty much share a lot of the screen time uh, with him. They have their own uh, storylines and plot yeah. lines going. Yeah, compared to let's say a uh, Basha, which is clearly a uh, Basha story or a Rajni story, which yes. everybody else is purely supporting him. Yeah, you know they're not really in the thing. Basha does obviously a much better job of restructuring the. It, it does everything. It corrects all the flaws in Hum, right? Like literally takes that say, okay, if we were to make yeah. this a proper superhero movie, <laughs> yeah, this is how, how do we I should do it. <laughs> this is how you need exactly. to do it. Literally. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, this is uh, the analogy that came to mind was uh, you know in uh, school or college when a friend comes to you and says, "Macha, show me your uh, 
essay before you submit it no uh-huh. i just want to i want i'll rewrite in my own words <laughs> but i just want to get some ideas yeah. and then yeah. that bug <laughs> yeah. gets more marks exactly yeah this is that yes so basha manages to uh, yeah. do everything much better basha of course um, is uh, directed also by suresh krishna i would say one of those directors who understands how to make a good masala film right and in tamil he has done it uh, multiple times with uh, both rajni and kamal so his first movie yeah. by the way was satya it's a kamal hasan movie where he plays the angry young man wrong okay. by the system and all of that is a very very good film he mm-hmm. also is the director of alavandan which we spoke about ah, in our last episode wildly inventive movie i don't know how much of it was kamal hasan and how much of it was suresh krishna not a very successful mm-hmm. film but a very very watchable film he did annamalai with rajnikanth before basha mm-hmm. which actually i would say ah. was the runway for basha was probably laid at annamalai again another massively successful film so it has those big visilvadi moments uh, mm-hmm. in it and all of that and then there came basha and later there was baba which coincidentally yeah. is also getting re-released uh, this year yes. on rajni's birthday which is a terrible movie <laughs> please don't watch it watch it only for the laughs yeah suresh krishna was the man behind all of these interesting movies they'd looked at hum and seen okay what can we do with it how do we now retrofit this into the rajni universe apparently originally rajnikanth wanted to play a bus conductor in this movie and not an auto driver in fact i was just watching this suresh krishna interview before we started recording and mm-hmm. he mentions this anecdote right where rajni said i want to be a bus conductor and he was like how can you be a bus conductor how do i show you mobile how do i show you going from one part mm-hmm. to another in the movie and all of that it's much easier to do all of that in an auto so you be an auto driver yeah. then rajni said okay in that case at least in this song where you're showing yeah. me in different characters i definitely want to be a bus conductor in one of them of course yeah. we all know rajni was a bus yeah. conductor in bangalore before mm-hmm. uh his friends from those days actually had to scrounge together money to get him into film institute but if you see the story of basha right and and yeah you spoke about the structure and how hum was very poorly structured the first half yeah. an hour is the past uh, so to speak yeah. that uh, amitabh yeah, runs very linear and straightforward and he's not a don he, right he's a porter in the sh- yeah, shipping yard a, or something yeah he's just a tough guy quintessential angry young man which amitabh yeah. was in every movie character wise it still kind of works uh, that little bit of music and when he shakes his hair out and Yeah, oh yes. Yeah. That became iconic. Yeah. I think the way they I think it all comes on structure, right? If you write yeah. it that way, then there's no surprise for the audience. It's yeah. only a surprise for the characters within the movie. Yeah. Uh to realize who he is. And for them, it's not a moment of pride. They are finding out and exactly. I said that in the movie I'm saying yeah. his brothers, they are finding out that he is actually a criminal and uh, you know uh, it doesn't become very cool from their perspective <laughs> even in uh, basha of course again the brother is not he, he has the same scene rajni has the exactly does, that scene he does but but he later hum. goes on and reads the police yeah. files and he understands yeah. exactly what the yeah. legacy was but that's a great point but that you also, make right in the original he is a porter yeah. it's, it's literally the story of a angry man caught in the wrong hmm. circumstances committing what yeah. is on paper a crime and then yeah. hiding uh, to escape yeah. right that's pretty much mm. the story that's the true line of hum in basha it is the story of a king a don yes. who then literally goes incognito because of a promise he made to his father it in fact borrows from the ramayana uh, to an extent yeah. right it is he goes into one, one verse yeah. and he tries to stay low and yeah. he literally abhors uh, any kind of you know he doesn't get into trouble violence. stays yeah. away from violence throughout all because of yeah. the promise that he made to his father that's pretty much it mm-hmm. until he was yeah. until he gets ferreted out again in service of 
keeping his family safe and protecting them that's yes. what brings him out yeah. eventually and that's yeah. that, that's where the mythic mass beat really comes out in bashar and there is so much that uh, they get right in this movie we all saw the trailers and i remember the first poster of bashar when it came out was rajnikanth with the beard as the dawn mm-hmm. it's uh, you know ah. the camera pointing upward that yeah. that perspective yeah. and he has this yeah. big hound that's sitting next to yeah. him right which yes. which comes for exactly one that. scene in the movie mm-hmm. and you see this and So one of the reasons why Basha really stood out uh, when it came was you have not seen Rajni with a beard by the way in in ah, years you look okay. at all those mm. movies that i mentioned right mm. right up to Padayappa yeah. from uh, Annamalai and uh, Muthu and all of that he has the exact same look the mm. same mustache it's comfort food yeah. at that stage is yeah. in fact in most of those movies he's wearing a white shirt he's wearing a mm. vesti suddenly you have this movie where Rajni has entirely new costumes mm. the costume direction in this movie is outstanding even now yeah. the waistcoats yeah. that the don is wearing are something yeah, they look yeah. so smart right obviously Rajni yeah, is yeah. able to pull them off yeah pull off but yeah. I, i mean we should talk about we should do a separate episode on the glasses that he is wearing right the ones without <laughs> the frames and how much yeah. they add to that character and how much Rajnikanth mm-hmm. brings to it so we know that mm-hmm. there is this don or whatever right but and then you start watching the movie and yeah, you don't know is this there's yeah. this auto auto driver does he become the don it or, is a pre internet yeah. era also right think, so there yeah. are no spoilers like you literally are yeah. watching the movie for the first time actually don't know what the hell is happening and in the trailer you've seen that there is this punchline right now oru dadave sonna nooru dadave sonna maadri you're yeah. waiting for it you're waiting for it you're waiting i actually timed it when i watched the movie mm. the first mm. time it appears in the movie is 42 minutes into the runtime right mm. and it's a throwaway where he's talking to that principal who is refusing to give uh, give a seat to his sister yeah. you don't even know what that conversation i remember what a moment yeah, it was he, like what yeah, is he the telling door him? And... <laughs> clo- you're seeing through the glass there is music playing and put his hand out yes, and he, gets uh, and suddenly this guy yeah. yeah he's he starts sweating and you know he's fretting and yeah. fuming that guy who plays the principal and you're like what yeah. the hell is happening in there what are they talking about right so that's the first appearance of the punchline then mm-hmm. he again holds back right you don't it's not that after yeah. that it keeps coming it's used very sparingly it does yep. it maybe four times in the movie yeah. all said the next one comes and more than an hour into the film and when yeah. does it come after the fight i think it comes no it comes before he gets beaten up by uh, by indran right uh, by anandraj oh, before he... yeah because mm-hmm. uh, janakaraj is about uh, comes and tells him hey, shouldn't we intervene now we can't let him mm-hmm. beat you up and that's he puts his finger up right <laughs> with ah. the music and he doesn't say it he no? doesn't say it he Is just it? puts his finger ah. up calling back to the yeah, yeah he calls back to it right yeah he doesn't say yeah. it and after that it it totally comes again in the uh, i think it comes in mm. the interval block what an interval block can you think of <laughs> interval block it is literally made for the interval right the pump uh, yeah. when he pulls out the pump i'll just call it the pump fight the yeah. build up to that scene where he finally explodes he lands that punch where the villain comes yeah. running towards him he bounces yeah. off his fist and goes <laughs> yeah, yeah, away yeah. and then he lifts the Uh, pump out of its uh, thing and wax those guys and my goodness dude uh, yeah, that that I, i can just imagine people going nuts in the theater at that imagine, point right there is no lull at that point in the movie you you're waiting yeah, because he's waiting okay, to see I what see happens good natured auto guy right he's taking yeah. care of his family he's there is a romantic interest nagma by the way yeah. obviously in a in a terrible role but she actually brings quite a bit to yeah. it right quite a bit to it yeah, she brings a lot of life to it far better than Positive. some of the uh, it is a poorly written role but the standards Absolutely. have only gone further and further down that even this looks good compared to some of the stuff yeah. you get these days any ajit movie any vijay movie today you will not have hmm. a heroine written this well i'm not saying that i mean that, that's not to this movie's credit <laughs> it, it is rather to those movies debit <laughs> yeah. is is what yes. I, i'm trying to say but you have all of that happening so there's there is not one dull moment right there is that scene in the first half an hour or so where the the police inspector summons him right because he suddenly yes. reacts 
what a scene you you spoke about the music tenisai tendral deva is a phenomenon was a phenomenon yeah. in uh, tamil cinema the 90s were pretty much his time ran parallel to that first decade of uh, ar rahman and as ilayaraja yeah. was becoming lesser and lesser mm. of a force you had a bunch of other music directors in tamil mm. deva was all over the place he was doing a lot of movies at that stage with very catchy music yeah. he also used to lift a lot of uh, music by the way of course yeah, as- i've got a list over here that i wanted to <laughs> run down but yeah you finished saying the good things even this scene that i'm talking about where the he goes yeah. to the police station to meet that cop the terminator yeah. music plays terminator <laughs> but music. it it is more goosebumpy it than is, in terminator yeah. itself it is so yes. perfect with rajini walking and down that corridor yeah. uh, you know yeah. splicing with the negative flashback thing and you yeah. know the cop is like aghast looking at him you don't know what the hell is happening chanting yeah all of the pieces they yeah. use the chanting pasha, right yes. pasha pa- yeah there there's a terminator one uh, he has that uh, good bad and ugly tune also that keeps playing the main basha theme na 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 basha ah that Ah, correct, correct. Of course, there is good, bad, and ugly. The song that's good, bad, and ugly, but he puts Basha in it. Yeah. Ah, uh, there's James Bond James also. James Bond in the song. Yeah. <laughs> style, James style Bond in the song. But that that is more and a cinematic choice. I wouldn't blame yeah. the music director for it. I mean, then, all well done. No, nice but that James Bond, the music is also there in that know, first. I know, but. Bit. yeah uh, but, but yeah, it's it coming co- from wanting to use it visually choreographed as a dance yeah. even walks into the whatever yeah, yeah, into, into the circle and shoot and uh, you also have for anthony you have that uh, enigma yeah. music yeah right? so <laughs> yeah correct but yeah you know he makes all of it work it, uh, it to deva's credit it was a massively successful album so back in the day it doesn't matter what rajini's intro song was that intro song would be a massive super hit and this one was brilliant yeah. because he's dressed up as an auto guy for the first time and yeah. everyone has their buttons put but not as nikan because he's just put yeah. it on top of some cut but yeah and he jumps and what headbutts a watermelon <laughs> that's his first yeah, yeah. <laughs> not watermelon but sorry pumpkin whatever it is <laughs> the, Pump- the big yeah. fruit that he bus <laughs> what a start yeah. and i think the movie released on the puja during those holidays as well so ah. it, it obviously helps and so that that uh, song right at least the video i of course because it's happening in front of a cinema theater yeah i was trying to discern what was going on there yeah, yeah. so one is of course jurassic, uh, jurassic park. park has a yes. big uh, poster and even uh, the other uh, woman even on it? the thing the other woman <laughs> what is that so, <laughs> no such movie exists much i <laughs> i did the deep dive in the 90s there's no movie. there was a tv movie in 1993 called the other woman but tv movies <laughs> which released as tv movies in the us would never have come to india so this i don't know where shocker. this person has picked up this name or somebody saw it somewhere or somebody just made up a name and put i really want to know uh, how this name popped up there's a other movie now uh, other woman uh, movie in 2017 or something cameron diaz oh. and dude this. okay this might have been added during the re release no unlikely no no we've seen the older one and uh, the, <laughs> you'll know it's not like they're doing a lot of change in the book no it was there yeah I I would like to know what that story is but uh, yeah there was no such movie in that time so I went like 2 3 years behind whatever I went to because even Jurassic Park is 93 so it's right. not uh, yeah. because when you shoot versus when you put it out whatever right but yeah I thought a lot of good uh, free advertising for Jurassic Park yeah. uh, post release not that they needed it anymore <laughs> they were out of theaters I did my searching for the other woman and got nowhere so if somebody knows that story of why yeah. that title is turned up there please <laughs> Yeah. Let us know. So very forensic. Most likely. <laughs> very forensic. <laughs> Bunk level analysis has been done. Bunk Correct. and McNulty. <laughs> Speaking of the song, some of the song videos I want to go through a little bit. I yes, have yes. Like we should. Please. Questions. Because and, I, I, they're uh, very inventive. A very inventive uh, song videos, right? Uh, yeah. Arag is yep. it's a wonderful song to watch. It's still funny actually yeah. with Rajni and those different. I watched the whole yeah. thing many ages since I watched these songs. So I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I didn't skip. Ra Ra Ramaya is. I love that song. I keep referencing so that song. So what is? 
Yeah. What is that, by the way? I've written here. What is this ATEX? Can you explain? I didn't understand it See, at all. See, Rajini in lot of his movies uh, gives a lot of mm-hmm. advice, right? Even in okay. Autocarin, he is giving advice. In sure. Ramaya, he is saying human life can because it is obviously celebrating his birthday very fittingly uh, as <laughs> is this podcast. Uh, yeah. He is saying that human life can be split into eight eights, right? Eight stages of human life. Each phase is eight years long. In the first eight, mudal etil kalla dadu kalvi mala. It is not an education that you get in your first eight. Basically, saying it is an education you get in your first eight, and so on. Oh, this is why that day for Queen Ramanda also you said eight eights sixty four. I was wondering <laughs> no, I why you what you I randomly okay, said eight square that day, but but yeah. when I said it, I was thinking of this. <laughs> but this this song is very deeply into my cultural, uh, you know, subconscious. I must uh. say, yeah, I love that song. She comes in that, of course, mandatory swimsuit. Uh, yeah, where she ties up her hair and jumps in, and the hair opens as soon as she jumps yeah, into the that. pool. No, also her dive. Oh my God, you like? I, I she basically dive. dives flat. <laughs> Actually, and not fully flat. Not fully flat. Most entirely flat. I saw it. I think she did. She, they must have made her train like for half an hour to forty-five minutes before. Yeah, that, right? yeah, yeah, lightly to just get yeah. little bit this thing. Otherwise, but, she would have jumped the way I jump into water, which is like fully <laughs> flat, you know, with whiplash yeah. and all of that happening. That uh, that can't have been uh, comfortable. Yeah, That's that quite was painful. Yeah. In the wedding, which is the wedding song? Is that? Uh, ah, yeah, that's yeah. not Alge. What is no, that? No, that is Tanga Magal. Tanga Magal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that song I skipped. In, I don't like that song. Uh, no, but in that song, I noticed that in one of the chorus or whatever, they do this uh, reverse movement. They okay. turned it around. Basically, they are they actually have walked away from each other, but they uh, play the film backwards. So they're walking towards each other in that tenet type of movement. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> So I saw that in the first chorus, and I was like, "Okay, this might come back. Let's see what are the other things." And then I watched, and there's nothing else. It just happens once. I was like, "At least do it in every chorus and do a different kind of movement." <laughs> they do this reverse movement uh, in one of them. Yeah. Uh, no, I think at by the time that song comes around, see, everyone yeah, is waiting yeah. for the climax. I, I'm sure. Yeah. Even on the editing table, they're like, "Yeah, yeah, put this song." Yeah, the pace kind of. Yeah. If you have any complaint, it's that the pace kind of slows down uh, later into the movie, post the flashback. I agree with you. It's a very rushed. Uh, and also very uh, underdone, I would say, final act. The only good thing I would say is it actually ends pretty fast after that. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not a drawn out bad climax. It's a quick yeah. and dirty bad climax. Yeah. So, yeah. In that scenario, actually, I would say Hum's climax I enjoy a little Dude, bit more. Because come on, with it. that with that boy randomly singing every now and then, I, I felt like going and slapping that boy. <laughs> okay, the boy is a girl. First of all, <laughs> what the hell are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> She's playing a guy. <laughs> She's playing a girl only, oh, just really? short-haired girl. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's playing a girl only. In my defense, the print so. was not very good. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but short hair only, unnecessary short hair. They might say it was that boycott phase. They or should whatever, have cut the entire not... roll, not just the hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's what the hum has the problem of becoming a fully family movie yeah. in the second what half. The so every time they break out that stupid song, I thought they're all going they to die. I thought they're happily going yeah. to die or something. Then last minute, what he throws her into the water, some random shit. Yeah, yeah. Of course, that story yeah. then goes off into like uh, yeah. uh, military and what the hell was uh, arms that? contracting. I, 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 yeah, I, I even watched it. I fast forward and watched the movie. I wasn't clear. Yeah. Like Kader Khan yeah, is actually like, playing a double role, right? At some one yeah, there are two Kader Khans. They try to fake the general. One is a general. They try to fake him so that he can sign the contract. Idea stolen from yeah. Tintin, man. You have Anu Kapoor and uh, Anupam yeah, Kher yeah. show up as uh, Tom, the Thompson twins in that movie. The most interesting yes. part of Hum for me was that. And good guy. But uh, Amitabh doing uh, Fallout so many years before uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise hung off a helicopter for a long time. Kesavan. Yeah. 
tries to fake out saying that uh, Rajni is the one who's killed your family or whatever. Yeah. But it gets immediately undone in the next scene that it's discussed. Yeah. Like there's no... Yeah. I mean, you want to show that Mark Antony is smarter and not going to fall for some story. I get that. Yeah. But uh, you should do it in a better way. It was just the most like... <laughs> you might as well have not done it. No, he just had the guy who, who was supposed to not tell yeah, him. Yeah, he paid him. But, him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. but it's not like he believed it for some time or yeah. whatever. And yeah. then he found like... You know, if you're going to show someone getting tricked or being smarter than the trick, it yeah. has to be a little better than just bringing it up. In that, it makes sense because he he continuously believes that yeah. Amitabh, he's come for that revenge. He's not come for the money or whatever else. He's come Correct. for revenge of his family. Because it's when a family Danny team movie. Yeah, so even the when Danny comes back. Yeah. And then finally he says, I didn't do it. Why would I do it? It's actually Anupam Kher Bhaktavar said. It's actually the other guy. Yeah. Uh, Girdhar. Ah, correct. Who yeah. did it. So that ties in a little better from a story perspective. Because they use both of those together. But otherwise, yeah. yeah I mean, both of them have like, that's an outrageous climax. This one is necessary uh, <laughs> rush, I feel, in uh, Basha. Bunch of unusual choices in this movie. I mm-hmm. don't recall another Rajnikan film in which the movie's name is a Muslim name. Uh, and and his character Ooh, nice. has a Muslim name. Not only that, yeah. uh, Manikam becomes Manik Basha because after yeah. his friend yeah. Anwar dies, he takes yeah. over he takes Anwar's over. Uh, role as well. So and and the villain yeah. is Mark Antony, right? So the villain is yeah. uh, is is a, a Christian choice. I don't know if the movie was trying to stay clear of any sort of religious commentary or it was trying to embrace some sort of. I think embrace because even yeah. you see his gang, he has no Singh. Ah, yeah, there, Singh Sardar. One Sardar is there. Yes, Singh. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this right. whole. Yeah. Of course, his team also is cool. Apart from Chandigarh, there's one Sardar, <laughs> there's one Karate guy. Yeah. One guy is a clear Karate. <laughs> and they're all they're, guy. they're diffusing bombs in all style and everything, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Whatever so scenes they one. have, they're like doing the entire yeah. thing. And Janakraj, of course, uh, as the the main henchman, right? Uh, Basha Bhai, yes. like the Guru Murthy, <laughs> as the best, uh, best. <laughs> Guru Murthy. Basha. 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 Even in Giraftar, right. his character is a Muslim character. He's a cop who okay. his family adopts uh, uh, Amitabh and they both become cops together. If I'm not wrong, Amitabh, in fact, he goes few times for namaz and all in that ah, movie okay. with that family. Then he Got it. And I think the climax also, he does something because he's trying to... He Oh yeah, he wears this. Rajni has a chain which says uh, Allah, uh, a gold okay. chain. After Rajni dies, he wears that chain and the climax he uses, the, his hands are... Oh, it's a major. Now I suddenly remember <laughs> Uh, okay. His fingers get crushed trying to save somebody else. Okay. In the climax, massive climax, your usual. In uh, Giraftar. Uh, 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 in Giraftar. Right. Yeah, sorry. Uh. Yeah, in Giraftar. Uh. He's trying to save uh, Kamal from some tractor or something, some bulldozer is going. He pushes him and his fingers completely get broken. Okay. Okay. So he doesn't, he doesn't have use of his fingers and he finally has the gun and he has to kill the guy who killed Rajni. Right. And he's not able to. Uh, pull the trigger because his fingers don't work. Through some mouth and locket, he pulls the locket ah. of that Rajni's Allah locket through the trigger and he pulls the locket and shoots uh, the bad guy. That's the end, end of the movie. Got it. Right. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Random nonsense. I had a few questions on the plot. Right? Why is it four years? Why is it only four, four years? years or why is it? Yeah, it seems like too short a time frame. No, it's not like... The other people, the kids wouldn't remember unless the kids, the kids were are, always in Chennai. No, the kids were studying in a different uh, city, right? In fact, this comes in the conversation between uh, his parents. 
when ah. before uh, his father oh, meets she him she says the she kids says are that not is why uh, manikam has made the kids study separately in a different city so that they don't know everything that's happening here fine that i didn't really catch and i was like for years it's not like they wouldn't know also right ah. i mean they know that the family is in bombay so they have some like clues so it's a little you might as well have made it 15 years what what difference would have made i'm trying Correct. to figure out why they crunched the 15 20 Then, years of hum into four years here a fair point the though rajnikanth as an auto driver looks already younger than than the don yeah, yeah. so i mean the don i think it's, it's only for rajni's age maybe it's for yeah. manikam's age it's for manikam's age uh, yeah they think but but even hum has its important. own problems right govinda and rajnikanth yeah. are like uh, toddlers yeah amitabh <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah, hair just gets white and go, what rajnikanth has a kid at all right doesn't make it yeah, yeah, 50 yeah. years a lot has happened in that family <laughs> yeah 15 years too much here 4 years to the side so i just found it very yeah. odd to try to figure out what was going on solunga 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 enak ipo vekkira ninga yaar ninga yaar bombay la ninga enna solunga 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 a couple of random comedy pieces that i noticed when uh, keshavan is uh, telling nagma you're going to get married tomorrow <laughs> yeah and then he says this is the boy and then that guy comes and <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> randomly through him <laughs> and he calls him in the mundo <laughs> literally with uh, headless i don't know person without a head yeah, he, yeah. he just like appears from behind like some it plays like some <laughs> comedy pantomime right yeah. Yeah, thing, yeah, so yeah i got lucky basically yeah even his dad when his dad comes and yeah. uh, meets uh, him in his big house later and uh, பாதுஷா <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced with the full the wait, wait 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 disambiguation so Let's, there is yeah. bahadur shah zafar which is the yes. mogal emperor right yes i think badshah and basha no not basha but badshah comes from there the, yes, the shahrukh khan movie badshah not the rajni yeah, movie yeah, basha yes yes the word maybe the rajni yeah, movie yeah. basha also etymology probably also traces the short name potential badushah is balu shahi the north indian sweet balu shahi sweet. is known as yes. badushah in south india right okay. so that. what is this dad saying now bahadur shah he doesn't say bahadur shah oh, the sweet <laughs> oh he says bahadur shah I, that's what i couldn't discern that to me it sounded like the sweet i, I felt it was like periyo parappa type if you can <laughs> compare people to dal you can compare them to sweets periyo <laughs> <laughs> pista type yeah good one yeah uh, yeah well, i know I, i think he was going for bahadur shah because i've never heard people being compared to bahadur shah the sweet or is it because basha and badusha are so close that you're sure he's saying badusha but badusha is also close enough no so why should you say badu uh, the sweet badusha because you have pista and you have everything else because <laughs> <laughs> i don't know uh, okay fine right uh, <laughs> anyway yeah couple of lines that i wrote down you go on with badam in that case it's also close to basha and it is a nut so <laughs> <laughs> randomly keeping, a process keeping shoot. within the theme yeah <laughs> i mean, you want yeah. people to join dots give them fewer dots right you can go from correct fair yeah <laughs> fair enough avanga barka allongla andu sodipa anake varamata anake tamulukku nee kudupa anake uttuva paathiya anake uttuta mubarak pasha bhai mubarak manliya yaar periyalni is this raghuvaran's best role I I believe this is up there. 
He is so good. I have heard that. Yeah. I have not seen enough Raghavan movies at all, but oh. he is outstanding here. That is there. I've seen a few, but not yeah. enough. But he is hundred percent outstanding here. He like he so makes. Good. He sells, and that's one thing, by the way. In during that phase, uh, that Rajnikan did very well. You would imagine that someone who is a big star would be very uh, would be yeah. very insecure about giving mm. equal star power, screen presence. Rajni actually realized that giving having a good antagonist was very important to yeah. making him shy. and his movies do well so you had you have uh, ramya krishnan play uh, you know neelambari in padayappa she has significant amount of screen time and impact right you have jyotika mm-hmm. in chandramukhi obviously in that role yeah. you do need the the possessed girl to come out and all of that generally it was a theme in rajni movies you have strong villains right in this film anand raja has a very yeah. short role the guy who plays indran right he has a very short role yeah. but he he's done it really well right you he totally yeah. sells that role right? he's menacing he comes so in a sense and does a very good job right sense of menace and yeah because he really he's literally the only villain you have in the first half of the movie because yeah. uh, raghuran only shows up in the second half and that's what, so good man that's i think when i complain about the pacing of the second half also yeah. it's a lot held up by raghuran appearing back from yeah. jail and all of that yeah. he then brings a real sense of menace is, to and, the movie and some kind and and he looks so good also right uh, at least in the flashback scenes raghuran was a very very handsome guy link in the show notes so put chutney uh, south indianized trailers so there is a trailer of speed as imagined to be narrated by raghuran <laughs> oh, wow. which is one of my favorite go to videos which i watch to now and then it's extremely hilarious so it's a pastiche of raghuran style speak huh. he has his own unique way of speaking uh, had his own unique way of speaking but had i was just going to ask yeah. you he's not alive he's not alive okay. it's been a while i think it's been around 10 years since he died but yeah. yeah what a what a fantastic actor and one of the standard repeating villains in rajni films uh, and and in a mm. lot of great films like mudal one i don't know if you've watched where uh, or nayak yes. it came out as nayak yes, yes. so he plays the yeah. the chief minister who Mughal gets Ganesu. deposed and he's yeah. so good in that uh, this is also a good time to mm. remember what a great actor agoran was yeah rat enamanik nalarkya basha manik basha ah yes 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 manik basha enna vishayam thambi engitta edo pesanum sonniya me edo udivitheya Okay, Sunitin, I have a little uh, game for you. Okay. I've uh, <laughs> pulled out a couple of images, just like I went deep into uh, the uh, movie names on the theater screen <laughs> in the song. Uh, I found a couple of you saw all of those uh, newspaper clippings. Yeah. And they have uh, cricket mentions in one corner. So let's see if we can identify so, uh, when, where this was happening. Because these must be real for the uh, benefit of the uh, audience. So there are a few scenes in the movie in Basha where uh, you know they're showing that you know through newspaper front pages they're trying to narrate the story of the dawn right like Basha uh, you know takes over new whatever dawn hideout takes over, new dawn yeah. takes over Bombay yeah. Mark and bomb blast. bomb blast without a space B O M B L A S T bomb blast bomb blast all of these by the way were uh, uh, so I I remember this in the original movie when it came a lot of these headlines were in Tamil. Uh, or in uh, hindi or whatever i think when they remastered the movie and re-released it mm-hmm. and that is the version we saw they have just yeah. uh, you know at one shot applied english some, uh, newspaper yeah. clippings yeah. for all the languages and it's done a terrible job of it yeah. uh, it's some horrible uh, <laughs> photoshop not even photoshop like, they've just i think yeah this is like windows they have opened ppt yeah. uh, taken screenshot yeah. of something and yeah. uh, you know copy pasted it this is paint much i am a paint type yeah. of so you have times yeah. of india's front page showing so now uh, Yeah now now explain what you sent me to you Yeah So I have uh, 
the front page also has on the top right uh, headlines from okay. the sports from later in the thing so let's look at the yellow one first okay so i can't read this okay. very clearly but it says the first word i don't know what it is expected dash to expected to be fit. fit but rain threat looms over second test too okay yeah this could be pretty yeah. much this 2018 right uh, oh wait oh you're talking oh you think it might be a Oh, the this, newspapers yeah, yeah, are fresh. Oh, yeah, good yeah, the twist. Whole, this extra twist. That's twist. what I'm saying. 2017. 2017. 1617. Yeah. So, all of this yeah. is from 2017 for sure. Because the English headlines were not there in the original. I remember that. Right. I remember, oh, yeah, I specifically yeah. remember reading Kadatal Mannan Batsha being written in Tamil. Kadatal yeah. Mannan literally means smuggling king. <laughs> this was its own joke, by the way, the original version. So. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this is Ganguly. Huh? Ganguly expected to be fit. You can see the L and Y if you... Okay, that's zoom, strange uh, because... Yeah. That's even stranger because then uh, they have tried to do some kind... No, this is not even a retro... No, this could be a retro... Actually, no, it's not a retrofit because Ganguly made his test debut in 1996. And Ganguly's test career ended in 2010. So, it was between <laughs> the two releases of Basha. Oh. So, this is a <laughs> very bad retrofit. There are no other Gangulis who played cricket. So, yeah, fail. Whoever did the Photoshop fail. tried hard. But... Okay, let's try the other one then. Okay, again, it's about some player missing out. So, this Peterson... Something hopeful. Dash hopeful yeah, for some... today's ODI. Uh, Peterson yeah. hoping he'll sit out. Why will Peterson hope <laughs> somebody will sit out? Yeah. No, these are very, very badly... Uh, uh, I, not, I, I, not enough to identify who and what. But you can see the essay on that side. Yeah, yeah that's a Sahara. That's Sahara. Yeah, that's Sahara. So, it yeah. was from that time. Ah, so, this, by the way, India were wearing these uh, Sahara blue jerseys in 2007. I remember that. Huh. Six, seven types. So, this is in the middle of... Oh, actually, in the according to the movie's timeline... No, I'm not sure where 2007 comes in really. It doesn't make no, any sense. No, it can't. Can't. Yeah. It can't. Because the story... Okay. <laughs> when were, I mean, the, the question is... There are two questions to ask. In the original movie, when was the dawn in Bombay and when did he become an auto driver? In the remastered movie, when was he a dawn in Bombay and when did he become an auto driver? I don't think 2007 so, is the answer for any of these questions. So, then I'm not sure about this. Yeah, this is just somebody has picked up, not put detail. Somebody has gone like full random. I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, movie has to release, just put some shit, go, bomb blast. <laughs> mm. <laughs> bomb blast. So this is an ODI series between England and India. Where Peterson hopes that he, where Peterson hopes he will sit out, which is a headline that has never been written by anybody ever. Or Peterson hopes the other guy, was Peterson captain? <laughs> you, will, he you will never hope somebody else will sit out, right? It's not the, it's a very, yeah. what is it? it's a very funky thing to say. Yeah, random. Yeah. <laughs> But this has to be a real headline anyway. I don't think that much effort somebody put to change headlines <laughs> behind. So it's a real headline. It's just, we don't know where it's coming from. Of course, this is also Times of India. So uh, <laughs> journalistic quality is anyway a bit suspect. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Even by TOI standards, this is, uh, this is very low. So yeah. This is a bad piece of Photoshop. Let's leave it at that. Uh, and editing or whatever okay. it is. So one thing I want to talk about, of course, Rajni is like uh, outstanding throughout the movie. Uh, I did feel that uh, some of the dialogue delivery uh, when it comes to uh, the Basha version of the character, of course, the glasses that you mentioned, again, super awesome. But every time he did that, <laughs> that yeah. I found that a bit over-stylized. Uh, uh, waiting for you to... I completely reject your hypothesis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just reject your hypotheses. It totally worked for me, man. Uh, yeah, and it worked for all of Tamil Nadu. So, yeah, you can, you can course, run yeah. away <laughs> to Kamal Hassan <laughs> land with your, with your natural acting. With yours. <laughs> yes. No, 
it turned uh, also because it's a complete world face right see when you're seeing basha for the first time you are only used to manikam the auto driver who is this right uh, and you know he's the jovial in theory he's playing three characters he's also playing manik before basha correct yeah which is which is okay it's a very generic uh, sort of thing yeah, yeah. and yeah then technically yeah. he's also playing manikam after everybody knows that he is basha so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you could say no, four just... characters in all yeah so but yeah. in in, that, in those few minutes he has to really bring us up to speed with who basha is right and basha doesn't have yeah. any there is no exposition as to who this don was or what he was right all you've seen mm-hmm. till then is some negative shots and then suddenly you're transported to bombay and uh, you know he's he's yeah. going in a in a jeep somewhere <laughs> and he gets away yeah. inside a tunnel and they're interrogating somebody right <laughs> but uh, albert a lot of good uh, bombay uh, location shooting yeah uh, a lot of the stuff was uh, can you can clearly tell is bombay they do the in fact that big meeting between both of them is uh, in front of uh, gateway ah yes konjo ange parkanna yeah you can see yeah. the taj in the background on the other side yeah. uh good uh, bombay location even in that scene right the shirt that rajnikanth is wearing he's wearing a light blue yeah. shirt i've never seen rajnikanth wear those kinds of costumes man yeah, he, yeah. and he's so he looks so good they're very unusual costumes by mm-hmm. the way not just for the yeah. mid 90s even now they would look you would turn and look a second time in somebody yeah. except maybe ranveer singh right if anybody else shows up in those of costumes course. you would turn and look <laughs> a second time but rajni just pulls them off right and uh, yeah Uh, so good that scene is also i like that whole uh, choreograph dance between both the teams in that meeting they yeah, all come yeah, they yeah, drop the their dance down and then half the people run to the other side the do a pat down yeah. then come back yeah. and full uh, choreography before yeah. these two come forward and meet each other yeah and he does the whole glasses thing konja ange par karna basha manik Basha. <laughs> so the way the movie was shot, they did the entire first half was shot at uh, one shot basically in Chennai. Mm-hmm. The second half, which is okay. the Bombay parts, uh, parts of them by the way were shot in Hyderabad, and I believe some of it was shot in Bombay. So the mm-hmm. the first scene that we see, which is the interrogation of Albert <laughs> in the tunnel, apparently happened uh, uh, in Hyderabad. Okay, so okay. on location. uh rajnikanth was had his costume and uh, you know was uh, given his beard and all his makeup and everything mm. and he was alone on the set apparently when the director came and uh, mm. suresh krishna says it was very silent in that place and you could see rajnikanth was with his thoughts right and mm. you're saying you could mm. see that this person was turning into basha the don right ah. he had everything ready uh and you you just had you know some more costumes on the side and props on the side and everything and this guy was he could apparently see through the director right uh, that's <laughs> at least that's what the director felt and rasnikan just felt it was not complete he was like something more is required and then he looks at the props and he picks these glasses which don't have frames wow. and he puts them on and takes them off a few times right and then he puts it on mm. and say okay now i'm ready this let's is basha this. let's do it so so that's those are those glasses never seen before or since in uh, in in tamil cinema i think the only other time yeah. we've seen it in cinema is morpheus obviously in matrix yeah. shows up with the same mm-hmm. glasses but uh, yeah and there is that scene uh, in raghuran's house where you know he turns his head after his father has been shot and the glasses fly off so good so good great yeah. great addition to the costume i can't even imagine basha without the glasses man Yeah, yeah, those glasses are uh, super awesome, and the color also is great. It's not like yeah. the regular black glasses or whatever, yeah. like a reddish. Yeah, thing. reddish. In the location shooting, when you see uh, them driving towards the bomb, yeah, they are driving through Bombay streets and all that. 
they pass the regular i forget the name of that flyover they pass ah. the rain fight flyover ah okay oh okay okay <laughs> that standard bit of hotel every time you want to show bombay in any movie in uh, ah. south indian movies they pick that, that one uh, yeah that flyover to show because you can see the water on the other side it's off the water ah, exactly got it, got it. so for the benefit of got our it. listeners 23 years later rajnikanth was on that bridge beating up another villain in the <laughs> rain fight sequence in kala which of course is I would say one of the best 5 uh, minutes of Rajni awesomeness in recent times at least. Is that the music to which you've been doing all your pumping up? Absolutely. Yeah, my speed when I run my speed increases by a few kilometers per hour every time rain fight starts playing. <laughs> What do you want to see next from Rajnikanth? Oh wow. Uh yeah something even larger than life should he turn up in uh, oh no it's going to be a very bad movie but uh, <laughs> should he turn up in brahmastra 2 or oh my god one of the <laughs> big the true the final god or the final this <laughs> it doesn't go ahead no i would love to i know it's never going to happen but what's wrong in dreaming i would love to see rajnikanth and kamal hasan act together uh in whatever i don't care what it is someone like a shankar is hemming the the whole thing and is able to give both of them the right amount of screen space it could work uh, i don't see it happening but yeah i would love it yeah. if it does no that would be great to see but i would go the other way instead of shankar i would say somebody like a paranjit or whatever who gives both of them the right thing to do otherwise shankar will just give them one robot and one other robot and they're not seen i disagree there i i think shankar would actually come up with two characters that that pander to everyone including to rajni and to kamal yeah. and their fans the reason shankar did shivaji by the way was to convince rajnikanth that he can do endiram with him So he had gone to Rajnikanth with the project saying I want to do this robot movie with you. I wanted to do it with Kamal Hasan many years back and it didn't work out. This was after Rajni had had a couple of recent failures and everything and he was very cagey about getting new directors into his mix. So he said, you know what that sounds too ambitious. Let's do a normal movie and then we will talk about this. So the normal movie was Shivaji which of course was you know blockbuster and then Yeah. So yeah Shankar is capable or at least was capable of doing things like that of course mm-hmm. Shankar is a very different beast now but uh, yeah. yeah I don't know who uh, I don't want to say Maniratnam right uh, yeah maybe Kamal Hasan should direct both of them that will be perfect too. except he'll he'll give Rajnikanth the, yeah, that, the smaller role become yeah that would that would complicated it will become complicated yeah, it'll become complicated yeah. I would say either you go it has to be big either way so it's either Shankar or it's some Paranjit who knows how to marry James Cameron characters to ஜிஸ்ட்ரிவியூஸ்ட் Uh, send us an email at uh, yointermission@gmail.com if you have any thoughts or you can reach out to us on twitter at yointermission and we should be back soon with another episode yeah. in the meantime please please leave great reviews for this podcast yena ninga ore review kodutha noor review kodutha maadri correct bye